Good morning. It's November 28th, and this is your Daily Brief in Science. Here's everything you need to know. The UK reports its first case of H1N2 flu strain, which is common in pigs. The infected individual experienced mild symptoms and has fully recovered. UK health officials are investigating the case to determine the source and possible transmission. The virus resembles those found in UK pigs and differs from previous human cases of influenza A, H1N2. The UK Health Security Agency is monitoring the situation and advising close contacts to test if necessary. There is no evidence of pandemic potential, but people with respiratory symptoms are advised to avoid contact with vulnerable individuals. The flu vaccine is expected to offer partial protection if the virus starts spreading between people. Pig keepers are being advised to report any suspected cases of swine flu in their herds. Scientists from the University of Maryland have developed a new method to trace the origin of methane, the second most abundant greenhouse gas. The method uses a process called fingerprinting to analyze the chemical composition of methane's rare isotopic variants. This approach distinguishes between methane emissions from fossil fuel sources and microbial sources such as swamps, landfills, and farms. Understanding the source of methane emissions will help policymakers prioritize efforts to mitigate climate change. Methane, despite having a shorter lifetime in the atmosphere compared to carbon dioxide, is more potent at trapping heat. The researchers used a high-resolution mass spectrometer to analyze the gas's chemical makeup and found distinct isotopic fingerprints for microbial and fossil fuel sources. The method could be used to study long-term changes in the global methane cycle and assess the effectiveness of mitigation efforts. The new method of fingerprinting methane will aid in identifying and reducing methane emissions, significantly impacting climate change. Research by Virginia Tech forecasts that vampire bats, carriers of rabies, might migrate to the U.S. within 27 years due to climate changes. The bat's distribution has already moved northward in response to past climate change, resulting in an increase in rabies cases in Latin America. The research team is studying in Colombia, an ideal location due to diverse bat populations and favorable climates. The study aims to understand how climate change affects disease emergence and to address the knowledge gap in understanding the spread of rabies from wildlife to humans. The research is funded by a National Science Foundation grant and offers valuable field experience for students. The collaboration between Virginia Tech and Columbian Universities aims to generate new knowledge and data on rabies spread and bat-borne diseases. New research indicates that commercial hive designs may have been causing cold stress to honeybees for over a century. The traditional belief that clustering provides insulation for honeybees is a distress behavior. The clustering behavior acts as a heat sink, decreasing insulation and forcing bees to crowd closer together for warmth. This misunderstanding has led to practices like keeping bees in cold storage and refrigeration, affecting bee health and commercial pollination industry profitability. Urgent changes are needed in beekeeping practices to reduce the frequency and duration of clustering, improving honeybee welfare. An early-stage clinical trial by the University of Cambridge suggests that injecting stem cells into the brains of MS patients may halt disease progression. The trial involving 15 patients with secondary MS found the treatment to be safe and well-tolerated with no serious side effects. Patients' disability levels did not worsen in the year following the treatment. Stem cells are believed to reduce inflammation, 
a major driver of MS, and brain scans showed reduced shrinkage in patients who received higher doses. Further trials are required to confirm the effectiveness of the treatment, but the findings are a promising step towards a cell therapy for MS. This has been your Daily Brief in Science. To read more about these stories, follow the links in the episode bio. You can also subscribe to these updates at www.brief.news. And for more daily podcasts about the topics you love, visit www.brief.news forward slash podcasts. Tune in tomorrow. We'll be back with everything you need to know.